okay, I'm a little nervous. This is my first legitimate, specific, on purpose podcast. I've listened, I have listened to many since I graduated Alabama Teen Challenge, got back to Mississippi, and I was impressed by really just mainly two. That would be a Kevin Blanchard in. I don't know if he's in North Carolina or so, but, and then uh, Pastor Tony Collins in Moulton, Alabama. That's the most impressive. In fact, I met him, I say that, uh, I was introduced to him and his way of teaching. And I'm in the kitchen. If you hear noises, that's what you hear. But I heard, I'll give the testimony about how I got introduced to a certain way of teaching or preaching. And it happened on May 1st, 2019. I was walking the Damascus Road at Alabama Teen Challenge in Hayden, Alabama. And, and the truth is, uh, God used, you know, in Genesis 50 and 20, and I'll go, first of all, let me pray. Yes. God, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you, Lord, that I can be and will be a light for other people, Lord, and or just for my for my family, God, or for Mary to hear this one day, or my grandchildren. Um, I speak that into existence, and Lord, I thank you that you're going to use me and continue to use me in a mighty way, and this is just an outlet for that, God. So I thank you for uh, my. Um, right mind. I thank you, God, for my blessings. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you brought me out of darkness and into light. And it was only you, Lord, only you that could do that. I thank you, God, that Mary Caroline is alive and well and full of joy and, and surrounded by your love at this time in her life. I thank you, Lord, that despite this global pandemic, um, your anxiety anxiety can be great within uh, this world, but your consolation can bring everyone joy. Psalms 94 and 14. God, we love you. I pray that you allow me to express what you would have me say and that it's recorded on purpose and it will serve you ultimately and not me. Keep me out of it, God. I humble myself before you. Use me in a mighty way, but take me out of it. I want less of me and more of you, God, so that I can do your work and to be a light. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the honor in Jesus' name. So I was thinking that, um, and I'm going back to cooking now. I was thinking that um, the Damascus Road story in Alabama Teen Challenge is, again, back to um, how Jesus, how God's going to use, he'll use things that happen in your life that might have been evil and um, 
at one point. He'll use that for his good. It says that in Genesis 50 and 20. And, um, and so that happened because God used... Um, I'm going to go ahead and say her name because I don't think I can ever get through a podcast without maybe saying it or, you know, the history of where I've been in my life and who I chose to let in my life. Uh, But that person in Alabama who had my daughter, she gave me, uh, handed me CDs, old-timey CDs. We're talking about, like, you know, CDs. She gave me some CDs given to her by a nice lady by the name of Julie. And Julie's husband owns Steve's Pharmacy in Moulton, Alabama. But anyway, I had asked her. I said, I really want to get some sermons on CD because I could listen to those at Alabama Teen Challenge. And, And God used this evil person. God still used this evil person because the evil person was being, had been chosen by the devil as well, but, um, but God still was trying to pull her back in. And so, but he used her on that, that, at that time to get these CDs to me. And these CDs, I'll never forget, I was listening, it was, it was May 1st. I don't remember what day of the week that was, but it was May 1st, 2019. And I had had possession of those, uh, possession of those CDs since my last April um, pass. But on May 1st, I'm walking the Damascus Road, and and it hit me. I said, you know what, who is this preaching? Because this is hitting my spirit on a powerful note. And and uh, so I pulled the CD out I stopped dead in my tracks in Damascus Road. I remember where I was standing. I was standing outside of Wright, uh, excuse me, yeah, outside of Wright Hall. Uh, just happened to be walking by it at that point. And I stopped, pulled the CD out, looked at it. And, uh, and I said, Tony Collins, that's what it said, Pastor Tony Collins. So then I'll admit that that evening when we went to phone bank, uh, I'm going to go ahead and confess this. I have a confession. But I Googled Pastor Tony Collins. You know, where, where's, where is Pastor Tony Collins? You know, we're in the world. We're in the world. It said, no, 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 that is not true. Untrue, untrue. Although I'm sure I Googled something that night. No, untrue. I, it said on the CD, Pastor Tony Collins, Milton, Alabama. That's what it was. And I went, oh, What? Oh my gosh, this is right down the road. That's where my daughter is. So through this entire nightmare of Mary suffering in Moulton, Alabama, there's something good's going to come out of this. And boy, did it. So, uh, you know, I listened to his, ta- his CDs every day, over and over. Favor of God. I remember being on the side of the road uh, at a car wash. Here in favor of God, too. I must have listened to that three or four times. And I wasn't supposed to have headphones in my ears. But I snuck them in my fanny pack. And I was listening to favor of God, too. Pastor Tony Collins, uh, which was like a 2015 sermon. And I listened to it over and over and over. And it just, 
did. It built up my spirit in such a way. So when I got back to Mississippi, um, I didn't I didn't download Pastor Tony Collins' uh, app yet, but I did look on Spotify and found Kevin Blanchard and listened to him. That's pretty powerful stuff. And he, his is Speak Life and Proverbs 18.22 says, uh, power of the tongue is life and death and to speak life always. And got that in my spirit. And, um, and, and so that's just by hearing it. You know, faith comes by hearing, by hearing the word of God. And that is so, so true. And, uh, and now during this pandemic time, as I cook, as I stir beans right now, <laughs> to my left of the stove, I'm stirring beans because I'm making some beans soup. To the right of me is some um, uh, oatmeal that I'm stirring because I am cooking oatmeal. Because you see, I may not leave this house, but once a week I've decided, I told Mary Caroline, I said, we're not going to be able to leave the house, but once a week. Because I have to put on bags on my feet. Seriously. Because now the coronavirus is, well, it probably always has, but now they realize that it's, um, you know, getting on people's shoes. People are taking it into the houses, and it's not okay. It's not okay. So, anyway, one time a week we'll go out. We'll make a list. And when I go out and go in, I will... Uh, glove up. I will clean up and actually just flat out shower when I get home. But you know, get the things we need. Um, in the meantime, I cook. I cook when I wake up all day. So what I'm making today is I'm making the bean soup on the left. Really, it's just the beans in a pot. And I'd rather, really, if I did video, I'd be looking stupid because I'd be so concentrating on. I'm making moves and stuff, so just decided the podcast would be best. But then to the right is the oatmeal, because I eat that about every day. Then to my far left on the counter is a crock pot. And let me tell you what I've decided, because God made me resourceful. That is a, I believe, a gift. It's not in the Bible where it says so, but... Well, no, I think it talks about using what you've got, working with what you have. So, yeah, it is a gift. And so, um, and making making it useful, and that's what I do. And my mom taught me a lot of that, too. I got that from my mother. Thank you, Mama. And um, thank you, God. But anyway, on the far left is the crock pot. In the crock pot is a pork roast. Now that pork roast is going to cook for about four hours. It's got uh, I'm looking at it. Onions, okay, onions and celery, and it's got uh, juice, or water, and then uh, when that boils down, or when that cooks, and it's got potatoes in it too, because potato juice is really, really good for you and you can make it makes excellent soup so what my plan is okay the um the uh, oatmeal is about done i'm gonna put a lid on it it's an excellent idea and then uh once the 
those down. Then once the beans are all cooked up, okay, all the spices and stuff is in the pot pot. I will remove the meat and the potatoes. That's going to be our dinner tonight. And maybe the next night or whatever, I'll have pork roast. I'll probably, I'll be able to feed my neighbors if I need to and want to and feel led to and, um, cause it is just me and Mary here, but I do like to feed people. I always said I'm like a little Italian woman in a Czechoslovakian body because I love to feed people. But, um, anyway, and then when the meat comes out and potatoes, that juice that the meat cooked in is going to be for these beans that are on the stove on the left hand side and when the beans are cooked i will add i take the meat and potatoes out add the beans into the mixture on the crock pot and then bam i got soup bam i got oatmeal bam i got pork roast and potatoes that's a triple bam 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 so anyway <laughs> Okay, but now I want to talk about the Word of God. I actually walked away from the kitchen stove. And the first thing I ever want to talk about, God led me to do this the first time I ever went to, into jail ministry at um, after Alabama Teen Challenge at Perry County Jail. I said, God, you know, I didn't, I didn't prepare. I didn't plan. I just took my Bible. Really, that's all you need. And But when I got there, that's when it hit me. What to, to tell the girls. There was only three girls there that day. And God had me go to Job 26 and 7. And we'll do that now. So if you have your Bible, turn to Job 26 and 7. And I love my Bible because... Uh, I, I write in it every day. So it becomes this part of me that I can't, well, I don't even know where to begin. What do I feel about my Bible? Um, becomes this connection of really what's in my spirit goes on paper but I don't have a separate notebook for it because what I do is everything I think and feel the need to write I put it in any white open space in my Bible so basically if you could see it it's it's not full it's far from it but it's um, got a lot of character so, if you're at Job 26 and 7, okay, so now this is, this is the fun part. You have to use your imagination. Okay. So, imagine that I'm holding up a cell phone or a picture. Or just imagine that you're, just imagine that you're in the space shuttle and you're, Okay, that's a good one. Imagine you're in the space shuttle and you're, you know, you're orbiting out in outer space and you kind of look down to the left of the space shuttle and you see 
the earth from space. Okay, so that's the picture I want you to have. You can see earth from space. So what does that look like to you in your mind? Okay, so close your eyes. Picture that. Okay, so that's the setup for this scripture. Well, I got to stir my beans, so hold on. I don't know what they're doing. Okay, so, so far we're picturing earth from space. Now, Job, the truth is, Job, that, that book in the Bible is the first scholars say, because I'm not that, but, but I do look up to scholars and educated people. In fact, that's what's helped me really, really solidify my belief in the word is, is other people's belief in the word. You know, when I take, when I value someone's intellect and then they say, well, I did the research. Oh, well, thank you. Save me some time (laughs) if I admire them and respect them. But it just helps me in my um, journey towards truth is other people's opinion. But not always. Trust that. But anyway, and then so back to um, Job. Okay, so Job was the first Bible ever written. And that is what scholars say. People who have done the deep, deep research. And so I value that so I don't have to. I I, I will trust that. Okay, and then... And so the... um, My Bible says, scholars place the date of authorship of Job anywhere from the time of Abraham to the time the Jews returned from their Babylonian exile. So, they don't really know. But let's just say it was 4,000 years ago. I mean, let's, we'll go 3,500 years ago. But I like the, I like a, I like to just say 4,000 4, years ago. Okay, so picture this. 4,000 years ago, okay, this was written a long time ago. Go to Job 26 and 7. And so on, in 26 and 7, now remember that picture I told you to think about. Picture that in your mind. Don't look at it yet. Just look at the Bible. And it says in Job in 26 and 7, it says, He spreads out the northern skies. I'm talking about God here, of course. Over empty space. He suspends the earth over nothing. Now picture being in the space shuttle and you look down to the left. And there's the earth. And what is it suspended over? Nothing. So how in the world, and this is what I wrote when I first read it. Because see, when I was reading Job, let's see, the first time was almost at the end of my graduation and Alabama Teen Challenge. So on July 14th, 19, and I wrote, how could this be known? That's all I wrote in pencil. How could anyone know that? 
Because really that's the truth. It says he spreads out the northern skies over empty space. He suspends the earth over nothing. Wow. So, when you have someone who is on the fence, they're not quite sure, as I stir my beans, if they don't know really, truly that God exists, how in the world, 4,000 years ago, did Job's heart get pricked to write that? How in the world? Who told him that? Because there's no way. Listen, there was sand all around him. There was no uh, DoorDash. There wasn't, I mean, there was zero technology. Okay. And yet he knew what we just have learned within the past, what, 40 years? Oh, my goodness. That the earth is not only round, we only learned that 15, I mean in 1500, but that it suspends over nothing. And then, but yet Job, Job wrote that. Oh my goodness. So, what a fantastic scripture that not many people, in fact, I've actually never heard it before until I read it myself on July 14th. 2019 at Alabama Teen Challenge, and now I get to impress others with that because it's not me, it's God, and He gets to work through it. me, and that ends up being my scripture that I give a lot at the donut shop, Midtown Donuts, when people come in and they go, you know, there's something about you I like, and I'm like, well, that's great and all, but what you see in me is Jesus, and what you see in me is this word manifesting itself in a human being, and and that's cool. But I take them to that scripture when they don't quite really understand. I've seen a pastor, oh my gosh, I've seen a pastor who had never even thought about it, who probably has read it a dozen times and never, ever given it second thought like that. And I've seen their eyes lighten up. Like, they never heard that before or they never, never thought of that before. So see, God can use each and every one of us in his own personal way to serve him. And this is how God's using me. So today's scripture is Job 26 and 7. He suspends the earth over nothing. Because if you didn't believe before, or you were on the fence, you probably need to meditate on that. And let that sink in and get you a little picture of the earth suspending over nothing. And then you decide. I've enjoyed my time. I don't know how to end this. <clears throat> 23 minutes and 19 seconds. But I think this is enough. And God is good all the time. And today we put on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shoes of peace, the shield of faith, and the sword of the spirit. And we command our bodies to line up with our souls, our souls to line up with our spirits, and our spirits to line up with the most holy spirit of the living God. And we choose this day, Mary Caroline.
to walk in the Spirit and be covered by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen.